0: Have you ever been a recipient of someone doing some good deed for you? Do you ever have that feeling like, man, i got to do something to pay this person back? Let's talk about it on this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now, here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse
0: is it about humanity that we want to pay back those gifts of grace that we have received? We're looking at Romans chapter three in this systematic study on the science of salvation, and we want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org to look at our online Bible study guide, and also hope.tv/org/inverse for past episodes. Especially, I think we looked at chapters one and chapters two. Uh, in the studio, we have Siku, Callie, and Jonathan, and we're going to look at the Bible. Uh, we're going to Romans chapter three and uh jonathan if you can pray for
2: us please. sure our heads father we just thank you so much for the book of romans uh what a powerful explanation of the gospel that we have been given i just thank you that you have revealed yourself in such a way uh, to us through your word and that you have a desire for everyone to Mm -hmm. understand what the good news is Mm -hmm. i pray that as we study today that you will give us insights and clarity and that your spirit will be not only with us here but also with those watching at home Mm -hmm. thank you so much lord we pray this in jesus name amen Mm -hmm. amen amen
0: um siku we have looked at chapters one and two yeah and just um i mean there's paul goes through a lot and paul can be kind of difficult to read because he's he's just just uh, but overall what is what is he trying to lay the foundation for as we get into chapter three
1: Um, So, we talked about chapter 1, he's talking about the gospel. Mm -hmm. This is this powerful thing that he's not ashamed of, and that's kind of foundational for what he's going to be talking about in the book of Romans. Mm -hmm. And then he he switches gears, and he starts talking about that we're sinners. Mm -hmm. Um, The heathen are sinners, and they do all these horrible things. And then he goes and he says... um, not just the heathen are sinners, but even those who have the law are sinners. So he Mm -hmm. switches and he talks about the Jewish people are sinners as well, even though God has given them all this knowledge and all this, you know, light. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, we're just, all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. We're just sinners. And that's, I think that's kind of where we were at. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's kind of almost had, he's kind of this, uh, like a PR campaign, if you will. <laughs> and not to denigrate the gospel as a PR pen campaign, but he's saying, he's like, hey, my audience is worldwide. Mm-hmm. The problem is, uh, worldwide. Mm-hmm. And the solution is just, absolutely a hundred percent, you know, will solve. I mean, it's this all-inclusive package you're starting yes. off this gospel uh, message with. So let's actually get into the core because it, it is distilled. Uh, let's go to chapter 3, verse 21 through 26. And Callie, if you can read those verses for us.
3: Yeah. But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, Because in his forbearance, God had passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus.
0: Okay. Th- now, that was a very juicy passage, Lots but that stuff. was a very dense passage. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, can I, hey, help us break some of these things down. I mean, there's we don't use these words, r- righteousness, just, mm-hmm. uh, propitiation. I don't think, <laughs> I think the last time I lot. used that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, difference. <laughs> I know we use difference <laughs> we all the time. <laughs> but what's what's going what's mm. going on here? Let's let's do bro- uh, broad overstrokes and, and let's go into a couple of
2: verses, mm-hmm. um, Jonathan. Well, uh, it's really this is now we're getting to like it seems like Paul's favorite topic, mm. right? Righteousness by faith. Mm-hmm. What is it? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes right into the, he talks about the righteousness of God being revealed, and then and then that righteousness somehow being applied to those. You know, who believe we kind of touched upon it in the previous episode briefly, Mm -hmm. but uh, we see here court language. Uh, Court language. Court language. Mm -hmm. Justification, the law. uh, What does this mean, Uh, and and where do we fit into this? Paul is trying to make clear that the that righteousness, which means right doing, it is everything that is appropriate and moral and is in harmony with God. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is the standard of of eternal life. Mm -hmm. You know. And he's saying that this righteousness is something that you know comes from God, mm-hmm. and, uh, and for us sinners is only available you know mm-hmm. by faith in Him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before Sikuano,
0: but I wanted sure. to just buttress your answer. Go back to chapter one, verse eighteen. It says the wrath of God is revealed from heaven yes. against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. And in chapter two and three, it's like, hey, everyone's a sinner. Everyone's unrighteous. Right. Everyone's unrighteous. Everyone's unrighteous. He's like, hey, everyone's unrighteous he's so basically saying. Because we are all unrighteous, we're going to receive the wrath of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the anger of God, like, oh, I'm so angry, but that's just a natural yes. property of God that God in his holiness and humanity in our unholiness or unrighteousness cannot coexist. Right. So we're just automatically going to just disintegrate from the existence of all existence of the essence of, of all mm-hmm. existences. Right. A right? Lot.
2: And then, and then
0: you see that we establish that the heart of God has a problem with that,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. right?
0: He has a huge problem with that. So, this, this righteousness, and I appreciate the court yeah. language, is something that we need, mm-hmm. right, to coexist mm-hmm. with God and to, to live uh, in, in terms of the, the universe and that. Mm-hmm. Siku, okay, I just want to insert that and then, <laughs> sure. and then move yeah. on, yeah.
1: Um, I just wanted to speak on, the, on this word righteousness. Yes. Um, if you look in verse 20, um, chapter three, verse, chapter three, verse twenty. Mm-hmm. So just before that section that we read mm-hmm. says, "Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh shall be justified in His sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin." Mm-hmm. So we get this—the foundation for what what righteousness is when He's talking about oh, this righteousness—and then because it then says, "But now the righteousness of God." So there's that contrast. Mm-hmm. What He was talking about before, He's talking about deeds of mm-hmm. the law, right? Mm-hmm. So righteousness would be doing those things that are required in the law. The law. Mm-hmm but when you cannot do those things that are required in the law, then you are unrighteous, mm-hmm, right? right? So so really that, that contrast, if you're like, oh, righteousness can seem like this lofty word, mm-hmm. but if you have a standard, which is the law, mm-hmm. and you're failing to meet that standard, then you cannot be righteous. You are mm-hmm. unrighteous. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that we have all failed mm-hmm. at yeah. doing, whether we know it, whether we know what the law is, or we don't know what the law is, mm-hmm. we're all failing at it. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: In chapter 2, uh, uh, verse 21, mm-hmm. it says that the righteous God, is, uh, apart from the law, is revealed, being witnessed, witnessed by the law and the prophets. Yes. So, it's these, the Jewish people were given the law and the prophets. They have that knowledge oh. that we talked about in a previous episode. So, like, man, we know what it is, to, what, what righteousness looks like. Mm-hmm but then they just weren't doing it. Yeah. Right. And so there's a dissonance there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, Kelly? Yeah.
3: That's actually exactly what I was oh, going to okay. say. am oh, so sorry. <laughs> it's just that the law order. is simply the standard. Mm-hmm. It's the standard there. So like knowing that, like, oh, there's a standard doesn't mean, you meet it. You just you just see it, mm-hmm. and so there's just a big difference between knowing something and actually practicing
0: mm-hmm, it. I'm mm-hmm. um, going to chapter two, verse uh, twenty-two. You who say, "Do not commit adultery," do you commit <laughs> adultery? Yep. Uh, you who adore idols, do you rob temples? I mean, so it's exactly Paul mm-hmm. saying
2: that. Okay, mm-hmm. so Paul agrees with what we're saying right <laughs> now.
3: Yes, that's, that's Paul good. agrees with <laughs> us. <laughs> we agree, <laughs> with, Paul. <laughs> <But> we agree <laughs> with Paul. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's beautiful
2: though. I love how it says that it's witnessed by the law and the prophets. You know, as a witness, when you witness something you see something happening. So, the Law and the Prophets, they see the righteousness of God, they point to it. The Old Testament points to the Messiah as the solution for our problem. Mm -hmm. And Paul is saying, listen, the Messiah is Jesus. Through faith in Him, through believing and acknowledging that what He provides can help you, you will receive that help. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what he says here in verse uh, 22. It is through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is, I mean, this is the gospel, Mm -hmm. right? It is trusting that what Jesus provides, his righteousness, everything that Jesus did, has done, and is doing for us, that is what you need. Mm -hmm. And you can have that if you acknowledge that you are a sinner Mm -hmm. and that you need his help. Mm -hmm. That is the gospel, very simplified. Mm -hmm. It's acknowledging that God is holy and perfect and that he can make me that way, Mm -hmm. but I cannot do it on my own. I mm-hmm. cannot do it in my own strength. I trust in Him to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And this is something that God, you know, we have a hard time getting into mind. You're talking about you know, heart ex- accepting grace and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. How, do we, how do we accept that reality that mm-hmm. I cannot provide anything on from my life and my doing that will in any way uh, outdo all the bad stuff that's in my life, all mm-hmm. the sins? We have to accept that it's God's righteousness. It is His work that saves me. And it's not my work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, Kelly? Go ahead. No, no, no. no, no,
3: no, no yes. Okay. <laughs> um We asked earlier, like, why do we have this obsession with trying to pay something back? Yeah. Mm. And there might be, like, a nicer answer to this. my exact question. Oh. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so there might be a more pleasant answer to this, but at least my answer mm. is I don't like being dependent on anyone. Mm. Um I have a really hard time borrowing money from people because I just, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't like being in debt. Cause I don't like owing someone. I don't like being dependent. And so for me, that's, that's one of the greatest difficulties. I actually remember very early on in my Christian experience, sitting down with a pastor, um, so with PC, those of you guys who know him. And I said something to Mac. the, mm-hmm. what'd you say? No, <laughs> no, yeah, not a Mac. Mac. <laughs> uh-huh. And I said something to the effect of, you know, I appreciate Jesus working in me, but like, I want the credit. I don't like that Jesus gets all the credit for all the good things. Like, why can't be like, Callie's just so awesome. Like, why can't Callie be awesome? And he's like, cause you're not.
2: <laughs>
3: and I was like, that's true. <laughs> and, but like, that's at the end of the day, that's what, that's what we want though. Right. We want glory. It's, what we want things about us and we can misconstrue it to talk about. It's all these different things. But at the end of the day, it's just pride mm-hmm. of, I want to be the focus. I want to be the person who's glorified, mm-hmm. but like, it's not even that Jesus takes the glory from us. It's that, we don't have any. Mm-hmm. We aren't righteous. Yes. We and so I, I love I just love what I love about the gospel is it's just reality. Mm-hmm. Like this is your state, it, it's what it is, this is what Jesus did, it is what it is. You can accept it or not, but it doesn't like change anything about how mm-hmm. reality actually works. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can try to refuse, I can try to war against like I'm not dependent, I don't need anyone. But, like, I look, I look like a two-year-old throwing a tantrum in a grocery store. Like, mm-hmm. you look like a fool, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you can try to, you know, try to muster something and say, this is what it actually is, but it's not. Yeah. Um, and we are dependent and so warring against that ju- just surrender to the loving embrace of Christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to to what God did for us i
0: think that core core what you have confessed to is what we all experience is that in, that desire for independence yep that desire to um i, I st- told for me it's the same thing but i, I would think uh, i don't want it to be sticky i just want it to be just clear <laughs> clean and it's just just me or it's just god but not just me and god and me working together you know, just how does that all work yeah. I, and sometimes that I get confused with the gospel. You know, like, wait, so if I'm doing it, how does that all work? Mm -hmm. Um, When we come back after the break, we're going to look at the actual dynamics of, uh, uh, Jonathan talked about justification and court language and sanctification. How does this all work within the milieu of grace? So stay with us.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is InverseBible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
0: Welcome back. This is a pretty tough passage in in Romans chapter 3. And we looked at different words such as justification and righteousness, and we established that this is court language. And this is kind of a little separate from our experience, yeah? And the way I see it, there are two levels. One is the world of sanctification, where we see in front of our eyes. that's really happening in our lives. So, before, I was a jerk, but Jesus comes into my life, and slowly, sometimes it's instantaneously, mm. but sometimes it's very slow that this, this jerk needs to die. And that's, that's chapter 6. Um, but that's, that's the world of sanctification, mm-hmm. and then there's also this upper world of the world of, of, of courts and really in the mind of God, and it's within God, and it's about this justification, mm-hmm. and sometimes in our modern modern senses don't like to think about that, we want to think about this, this sanctified world, but Paul spends a lot of time here, and I want to talk, talk about justification mm-hmm. a little bit, and I also want to talk about what are the practical elements mm-hmm. of that, is it just in God's mind, and I'm like, well, that's right. what does that do with me? Let's just talk about sanctification. Yeah. Uh, because there is a freeing element mm-hmm. in yes. justification as well. So, John.
2: Yeah, so justification really just means uh, to to be made right. You are, you know, when you say, I'm justified in doing this, that means you have, you know, the moral right to do this. But in, in the context of salvation, justification means you are, uh, you have the status of being in full harmony with God. You are perfect you are without sin Mm -hmm. and and this is the crazy thing for us to uh, to 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 grasp paul is saying you can have that standing with god right now by faith what does that mean though because by faith means that you are trusting that god will actually get you to that point where you actually become perfect You you alluded to sanctification there will be a point you know in the future when jesus comes back where all humanity who have believed in Jesus will actually be made perfect through the grace of Christ, you know, through their lifetime. And so what we see then is that it's kind of like looking forward, Jesus is looking forward to what will be and saying, listen, Jonathan will be one day, you know, perfect by what I have done in his life. And because of that, because he believed that I can do that, I can treat him right now as if he, if, as if he already is that way. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, a future now uh, experience. And as we trust in, in the grace of Christ, God will actually take us there, um, you know, through, through the process of life and trusting him, walking with him, mm-hmm. and then as we are glorified when he comes back. So it's just a, uh, it's, it's it's not what we, how we treat people in this mm-hmm. world, but this is how God treats us. He looks at the future. And he treats you that way now. Mm-hmm. And, and there are some elements, and mm-hmm.
0: just before, be mm-hmm. uh, that in uh, sanctification, as we say, is yes. a process of a lifetime. And uh, there are some things that we, we will struggle yes. for, for a long time. But praise the Lord, there are, Scripture gives us very clear instruction that mm-hmm. there are some uh, moments of victory where we can have right now, mm-hmm. Instantane And that's there is the long-term sanctification, but there is also that instant sanctification. And mm-hmm. and, and how that happens, I have no idea. <laughs> right? That's really in the mind of God and, and leading the Holy right. Spirit. And uh, I know, for me, uh, there were some sins that I had, I had an issue with. And I'm not going to tell you on TV. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. And we don't want to hear from all you. And, there, and, and the Lord gave just complete victory over instantaneously at that point mm-hmm. now there's other things that that i don't know for whatever reason they're just there's just still still lingering there right. but the cool thing is the attachment and the helplessness to that has been broken mm. yes right the, the victory has been won and so my calibration this what we're, we're talking experiences here. I don't, I don't mean to go, go into this so quickly. But my, as long as my calibration is to Lord Jesus, yes. I have that hope. I have that because he's been punctiliar, victorious with me all these years. I have that hope eventually. It oh, will, right. And at a future point, we know we will have in our bodies right. uh, what yeah. the, body, the, the Bible calls glorification. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's also an awesome hope. Yeah. So I want to I throw that in there before because I know <laughs> that it, it's, it's going to lay a good foundation for, mm-hmm. for the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See and then Kelly.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to point to verse twenty-four.
0: Verse twenty-four, um,
1: like verse twenty-three, talks about all have sinned, fall short of the glory of God, mm-hmm. right? Which is kind of summary of what what he's been saying. Mm-hmm. And then when he says being justified freely by his grace through the redemption mm-hmm. that is in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. so that this gift of justification comes to us in yes. Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. it's it's what Jesus does in me, mm-hmm. right? At the point of time when he justifies me. So like. Um, I think about the way that I conceive of it in my mind. Like s- somehow, in God's mind, when He justifies me, even though I feel I'm like s- I'm still struggling with this, or mm-hmm. you know, I I still have to grow in so many areas of my life. At that moment, God looks at me as if completely clean mm-hmm. slate. Yes. Mm-hmm. He looks at me and he sees the righteousness of mm-hmm. Jesus.
0: Yes. Just as if, just, just as is if where we get the wordplay of justify, just right. as if, as, right. if Jesus. Just, Just as if I'd never sinned.
1: Just as if yep. I'd never sinned, yeah. <laughs> but he when he sees me, now when he sees me, he sees um, what he's saying, the righteousness of God in verse 21. Mm-hmm. When he sees me, he's not seeing, you know, what I did. And so when it goes on, whom God set forth in verse 25, right. whom God set forth, Jesus, God set Jesus to be a propitiation by his blood faith and it continues so really jesus is the key to this justification experience it's all about jesus and what jesus does in me not about what i can do how i could pay god what what i could do to deserve it or mm-hmm. what i can do afterwards you know to to make sure that it was worth it it's all about what jesus is doing for me yes. mm-hmm. um, that's justification and i think it's mm-hmm. It is super humbling, like you're saying, our inclination to try and want to do something, to to feel like we deserve it, Mm -hmm. pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to this, really, in our salvation experience, the only thing that I can do is realize that Jesus is the one who's Mm going to do it. And that's that's faith. Right.
2: right?
0: Just realizing, you know what? It's... Jesus. It's just Jesus, mm-hmm. right? There's, 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 there's no, you know, certificate of congratulations. There's no like, da da da, trumpets coming out. It's just. Just believing that, yes. mm-hmm. but because of that, that's it's it's a faith element. Mm-hmm. Some people have a hard time. What do you mean? There's, but there's no substance. I mean, it's just there's no, there's no, no There's nothing. Yeah. So I want to let me say a couple prayers at least to like right. to compensate. Let me let me give something here. Let me go and walk on my knees and then you know do something and do some yeah. N- n- uh.
1: And it's just really <laughs> believing, like you know, when I confess to God, when I when I say. Lord, I have sinned. Like, so first John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, yes. He is faithful and yes. just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes. Faith says, even if I'm still feeling bad about what I yes. did, I asked God for forgiveness. I believe what His Word says, mm-hmm. that He forgave me. Yes. He now sees me just as if I'd never sinned. And yeah. then that faith is what gives me the freedom now to move forward yeah. and experience mm-hmm. sanctification yes. and experience the change that He wants yeah. to bring in my life. But we have to take that.
2: Interject real quick. into that. I know, you, Callie, yeah. you want to say okay. something. Go ahead. But what, what the beautiful thing is that it says that, you know, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by His blood through faith. Jesus' life and death it, it plays a huge role in all of this. Mm. So when Jesus lived here on earth, he lived a perfect life without sin. It was not easy for him. He was tempted beyond all measures, right? But he lived a perfect life. And because of that, he can, uh, he can have empathy with us. He understands our struggles, right? And so God, uh, as, as we put our faith in Jesus and in his righteousness and everything that he has done, we can trust that he understands our struggles and he's going to help us you know, through the walk of life, through the walk mm-hmm. of faith. But I think it's so beautiful that the life of Jesus, his life and his death, are part of this justification process mm-hmm. uh, as we put our trust in the blood in, in what He has accomplished for us on the cross. it's not just that God just says, oh, I'm just going to you know, justify you." Like he, he, the life of Christ and his death play a major role in all this, and we 're going to unpack more of that as we sure. go through Romans, but this is just something I, I, I had to bring up here.
0: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah yeah. Kelly, hi. <laughs> um, there's a few things that are kind of already said that I wanted to say, but one I just really want to harp on is that faith is is independent of your emotional response. Mm. Mm-hmm. I actually have a, a sweatshirt that says "faith over feelings" because I need to remember this so often. And <laughs> so important. Yeah, so because important. because because faith is intangible and f- emotions are kind of intangible. So we're like, it's the same, but it's not the same. Mm. Um, definitely not the same. And. I think of the story I can't remember if I told it before, and it's it's kind of silly, but it stays in my mind of just a reminder of how God sees us, mm-hmm. and that is so. There were there were two brothers, an older brother, younger brother, and the younger brother had a pet frog that he loved very much, and the older brother. Accidentally took him out and then left him out overnight. He got cold and he passed away.
0: The frog. the Frog, the frog passed away. <laughs> <laughs> not the little brother. The brother. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Yeah, the got really dark. Parables of Calvary. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Parables not that dark. So the little pet frog died, and so when the little brother came home, the older brother's like, "I'm so sorry, I, I forgot." And so little brother was kind of upset, but he's like, "You know, I forgive you. It's okay." So they had like a little funeral and they buried him, but then that night after they went to bed, the little brother was still feeling really bad. So he went outside and dug up the little frog and went to his little brother's room and was like, "I'm so sorry. Will you please forgive me?" And little brother's like, "I I forgave you." So he's like, "Okay, okay, okay." So he went back and buried it again, but he still, ah, I don't know, man. So he went back out and dug it up again, went to his little brother. It's pretty but dark. That's <laughs> I know. It's but like that's that's what we do yes. though. Yeah, that's what we 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 repent and we're like, Jesus, I'm so sorry. Right. And this is what I did. I confess. And he's like, I forgive you. And we're like, yeah. okay. Wait, but like, did you really forgive me though? And we have those little, like, momentary prayers, like, Lord, please forgive me, Lord, please forgive me. Okay. Like, it's, it's not, it's not a repetition, right? That's the kind of repetitious prayer that Jesus is like, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so, if we repent sincerely, we, we confess, leave it. And so, something I try to do, because I can't just sit there in silence, when I have that, that thought of just remembering and having faith that Jesus has forgiven me, is instead of praying like Jesus, please, 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 like over and over again, just saying, Jesus, thank you so much for your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your love that reaches down even mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. And affirming it instead of trying to be as silly as an older brother bringing back a dead frog over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like a sense of a sort of pride.
1: You know? It is. Like, yeah. I can... I need to be forgiven, and I need to be. She's forgiven. like, I forgive you. Yeah, and it's 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 really a focus on me, yeah. it is, rather than a focus on what Jesus does. You know, yeah. so like that me focus, though. So yes.
0: Let me ask you all a question that that uh, that I have encountered many times: Is what about sins that are habitual? Mm-hmm. Sins that you have thoroughly repented of, and then uh, you commit again? So if we take the parable, I mean, the brother go, goes and kills, kills the next all the frogs. frog. <laughs> and the next frog, it. next <laughs> frog. How does that work in, in terms of not sanctification, but in mm-hmm. just, well, it's really the same thing, but in mm-hmm. justification, mm-hmm. um, does that mean the first time you asked for confession or you asked for forgiveness wasn't real or that the power of God isn't working? And how, do, how does, mm-hmm. explain those dynamics, because there are people who do struggle with this yeah. and then they feel like maybe God isn't with me. God has forsaken wow. me. Uh, maybe the sin is too powerful in in my life whether it's gossiping or whether it's whatever Mm -hmm. it is
3: yeah there's two quick things, and then I'll stop talking for a little bit. But oh. one is, you know, Jesus tells us to forgive 70 times 7, mm. right? So, Jesus, like, is He saying, you guys do that, but I won't do that? Mm. And the second thing is Proverbs 24, 16 says, For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. Mm-hmm. The main difference between the righteous, the righteous and the wicked in that verse is one gets back up and the other one doesn't. Mm. So, there is a genuine getting back up, and there is a, I see that sin in my future, I'm going to keep going that way. Mm-hmm. And it might look the same outwardly, but... But
0: there was a heart difference. Yeah, a s-
3: struggle and rebellion might look the same outwardly, mm-hmm. but there's a different heart. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God understands our weaknesses, and He understands uh, what, you know how sin has affected human nature and how habits are not easy to overcome mm-hmm. uh, overnight. Uh, you know, unless there's some incredible miracle every time. But God wants to develop our character, and so as we as we learn our lesson, as we you know sometimes we stumble a couple times. He has patience and grace. And as he said, what is our attitude in all of this? Mm-hmm. He, as we have the attitude of, I don't want to do this anymore, God is gracious and is going to help us, mm-hmm. and we don't lose our justification if we are in a trajectory of walking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. through mm-hmm.
0: it all. Mm-hmm. I love uh, what Siku quoted, 1 John chapter 1, verse yes. 9, uh, and, c- and parallels verse 26, to demonstrate that at the present time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the mm-hmm. justifier of the one that has faith in Jesus. And so we want to encourage you all that this is God, and He has a has huge dissonance. He wants to be with humanity, but He cannot because of the unrighteous of men. But the Bible says He is just, and He solves the world's problem. All He needs is for us to partake and choose to be in a relationship with Him. That's my prayer. Hopefully, that's the prayer of our panelists and you out there. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week here on Universe. God bless you guys.
1: You've been listening to Inverse a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams Israel Ramos Jonathan Walter Sebastian Braxton Siku Dako and your host Justin Kim Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel television that changes lives For this and more inspiring episodes visit inverse.hopetv.org Find us on social media hashtag Inverse Bible Until next time This is inverse.